Welcome to Embers and Wind. Are you feeling a calling to serve? What if answering this calling unleashes from deep within you leadership potential? I'm your podcast host, Keith Weedman. Blended three decades experience with knowledge from multiple disciplines to unleash hidden potential in others. In this weekly podcast, my distinguished guests and I will share what fuels us and how we serve. You will feel a gentle wind on the embers of service that glow within you. You will receive kindling for your capabilities and knowledge to build skills. You can utilize this gentle wind to ignite the kindling. You will be guided to do this for people you lead and serve. You can apply what you learn with people you love. Get ready to feel the gentle wind. Welcome to episode number four of Embers and Wind. Let me tell you a little bit about the guest I've got for you. Today's guest was born in Jamaica. She moved to the States before she went to college. She went to college and got her undergrad at Georgian Court University, got a bachelor's of science in accounting. Then she got her master's degree from the same school, master's in business. She has professional experience in both leadership and entrepreneurship. She's certified as a master life coach, and she's also certified as a Reiki master. She's the founder of Universal Grace, She's the host of Universal Grace podcast. She even has invested 50,000 hours in her personal growth. She has a quote that I'm going to read for you. I know that each and every one of us have a purpose, and I know I am on this planet to empower others to awaken to their infinite potential. Please join me in welcoming Nadine Grace. Thank you. That was a wonderful welcome. It was very warm. Thank you so much. You are very welcome. I've got a question for you. Why live your life on purpose? I believe that's the way to live because when you live your life without knowing what you're here to do, it's, you feel lost. I I can speak for myself and I'm sure a lot of people can relate as well. You feel lost and uncertain and you pretty much just externalize your powers because you're living in a state of, okay, anything can happen at this moment. And you're living in a state of fear because you're not really owning who you are and why you're, why you're here. Living your life on purpose gives you the advantage to choose who you let into your circle because who you, who you communicate with and let into your circle has a great deal to do, to do with the person that you are today. Living your life on purpose allows you to choose the food that you put in your mouth because you want to be able to eat healthy. Living So you can feel good and think right and have mental clarity. And living your life on purpose gives you that feeling of fulfillment where you wake up every day on fire, ready to undertake whatever challenges and you are going to face challenges. You're living your life on purpose doesn't take away the challenges that you face in life, but you approach those challenges knowing that, you know, it's going to be okay because life is full of challenges. Life is full of difficulties, but you approach it in another mindset. So for me, living my life on purpose has really radicalized the way I 
look at myself and look at the world. And it, it gives me great compassion in wanting to wanting the same thing for others. Because when you live your life on purpose, you have this mindset that you are going to walk into your fullest version and become who you were created to be. That is very important to me. You know, you are, you're only one person. Nobody else can be you. You're only one person. So therefore, why not be the best you? Why not fulfill that assignment that you came here to, to be? Once we're alive, once we're alive and breathing, we all have a purpose. And it is very important to me, for me to stay within that mind frame and help others just find fulfillment and finding a life purpose that is greater than themselves because we're all here to serve each other in whatever capacity, serve each other and just to capitalize on their talents and their skills and, and just understanding their, their personality and empowering themselves. So hopefully that was not too much of a, a mouthful, but oh, that, that was good. <laughs> I do have a question for you though. You talk about infinite potential. Tell me yes. more about that. So I know that we all have untapped reservoir inside of us that we can't even we can't even begin to imagine unless we start that journey. We all were born with some some form of gifts and talents that we're all that is that is deep within us, but it will not materialize itself unless we start that journey of really finding out who we are. That's where it all starts from. Who are we? Why did we come here? And once you start that journey of discovering self, knowing thyself, then you start to realize that I am more than my five senses. I am more than my name. I am more than my education. I am more than my credentials. I am a spiritual being having a human experience. So therefore I intend to tap into that reservoir of knowledge that was given to me. It is my birthright to live a fabulous and an extraordinary yes. life. It yes. is my, it is our birthright to tap into that infinite potential, that infinite wisdom, whatever we call it, God, universe, source, whatever we, we're more comfortable with, but we're all born with this knowingness that we, we all have forgotten that we are creators of our realities. We co-create with the universe. I know that in each one of us, we have this potential that we are still yearning and trying to discover what it is. We all feel that inner calling, that inner voice that is calling us to, to our greatness, our soul, but it is covered up with so many craziness and garbage like the media that add no value to our lives. And then we cover it up with fear and and all those things that is not serving us. So I am very passionate because I was able to dig myself out of that um, mindset mm -hmm. of not knowing what I wanted to do. For instance, I, I, I thought I wanted to be an accountant. And because back then it was okay, there weren't too many women accountants. So I wanted yes. to be in the field, working as an accountant. I love numbers, so it only made sense. And mm -hmm. then I went back to school and I was like, okay, so yes, I have a master's degree. I have an accounting degree and a bachelor's in accounting. Yes, it's the, I'm, I'm in the right field. And then when I started working, um, I realized that this is not my calling. This is not why I'm here. And a lot of people get trapped into thinking, okay, so, and it's not even trapped, but we were conditioned to believe that 
you know, go to college. And there's nothing wrong with going to college. I'm not talking anything bad about it, but like go to college, get a college degree, then go to work, and then your life is set. And it couldn't be further from the truth. Because, and I had to learn that the hard way. I was miserable in my job. I was not passionate with what I was doing because I felt a deep inner calling that this is not what I was supposed to do. And when I started working on myself, when I started really taking my mindset really seriously, because I was waking up with the same experiences, feeling unfulfilled and miserable and just didn't want to face the day. And I started working on myself and I started realizing like, oh my gosh, I am more than my college degrees. I am more than my name. I am here to make an impact. We all are here to make an impact to whatever degree or just depend. We all have talents and skills that, that are untapped. And, you know, I wanted to, and I still want to do, I want to fulfill my highest potential. When I leave this world, I want to be, I want to fill myself up first, which I'm doing now. And when I leave this world, I want to be completely empty, giving out my knowledge to the world, making the world a better place. I love that. And I know that you have your master's degree. I'm curious whether or not you found who you were before or after your master's degree. Oh, I was completely lost when I was getting my master's. I was all about degree. Look at me now. I have a master's degree. Oh, you can't tell me anything. You know, so I didn't know thyself. I had no idea who I was, mm -hmm. that I am a spiritual being having a human experience and that I can have, be, or do anything that I desire. I had no idea what I wanted to do. I just knew I wanted a college degree and I was going to be an accountant because in that field, not too many women were doing it. So no, I had no knowledge of self. And I know you call yourself a transformational mindset. Yes. And I believe you do that for a reason. Tell, tell us more about that. I think it all starts in the mind. Once you, once you get the mind right, then everything else follows. Um, I was doing everything. I maintain a 3.5, 3.9 GPA in my undergraduate and graduate. Wow. I graduated magna cum laude. And I was just always ahead of my class because <laughs> I'm, you know, in the Jamaican culture, it's all about classism. So I was always like, I just want the best of everything. Mm -hmm. But I was lacking knowledge of self and I was lacking a, a mindset, an abundance mindset. I was lacking that. When I started working on myself and I saw the transformation in myself, I started attracting the right people that were in alignment with my mindset, the right mentors, the right high vibe people that were just positive into my circle, everything just started shifting for me. I'm like, okay, wow. So if this can work for me and happen for me, that means that anyone is capable of shifting their mindset to manifest their heart's desires. As long as you're willing to put in the work and realize that life is beautiful, but at the same time, it comes with its ugliness, its duality. When I realized that my life has shifted in a positive way, because I kept, before my life shifted, I kept getting the same, I was waking up to the same experiences, the same misery, just miserable because I didn't feel right in myself. I knew there was a calling on my life, still, still is. And I knew that I had potential. I have potential, but I didn't know what to do. And I'm sure a lot of people are feeling that way, feeling that potential, feeling like I'm here for something greater than myself. I don't know what it is, but I'm afraid to take that next step. So I believe in transforming your mind. And that starts from 
you know, just understanding that you are going to face difficulties. It's life. You're going to encounter things that are uncomfortable. It comes in the package when you're working on yourself, even when you're not working on yourself. So I believe that transforming the mind is the beginning of really transforming your life. I'm very big on mindset. Mindset is everything. Yes. I've got a question for you. You've, you mentioned to me before, you've got a story about your son. And I would love for you to share that story because that story may relate to what you're talking about. Absolutely. When I given birth to my son was I was an external um, internal auditor for a very, very major pharmaceutical company. And I was traveling, I was like all over the world, auditing different subsidiaries and speaking to people from different levels of management, meeting people from all walks of life. And I'm a people's person. I like to socialize. So when I gave birth to my son, my husband and I decided that we wanted to be the influence in his formative years. We wanted to be mm -hmm. the ones to, to, to raise him in his formative, because those years are the most tender years. I, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. And I went into position of, yeah, I'm excited to be a mom. I love you, my son, to flipping the coin of, oh my gosh, like, what am I doing? I can't do this anymore. So I went into like a deep depression of being home with him. I really didn't want to be home because I was used to just being busy traveling, mm -hmm. working. And here I am home with an infant, a baby. And oh. it really got to me. Like it mentally really, it, it that's where it started. That's exactly where uh -huh. it started. Just me just understanding like, okay, why am I waking up feeling so I should be happy. I have a newborn baby. He's mm -hmm. adorable. But why am I feeling so unfulfilled and so miserable? I started blaming everything on him. I would start a business. I started an e-commerce business. It failed. And I would blame him. It's you. You're all, you know, I don't have the time to do anything because I have to take care of you. Mm -hmm. I, <laughs> I started other online businesses and it failed. They all failed because I kept blaming my son. I kept blaming my son for everything. And then there was one point when I started resenting my, my baby and it went on for at least three years on the, the third year or the fourth year. They say that you get to a point in life where you, when you say, okay, so you're waking up every day looking for something to change, but you're not changing anything. It's, you know, the different definition of, of insanity is looking for different results, but you're not changing whatever you're doing in your life. And I wasn't changing my mindset. I was living in that victim mentality of just completely always blaming my son for not advancing in my life not becoming that successful person that I was, you know, I just, I got tired of it because I, inside of me, I felt that deep inner call mm -hmm. that I'm here for something greater than myself. Mm -hmm. So that led me down the path of personal growth. And I started just reading a lot. Like now I read a, a book a week. I started reading a lot about you know, transformation, how to transform myself. I was desperate. I got into the stage where like, I cannot live another year like this. It's a different year, but it's like, it felt like it was the same days. And I got into the, the um, mindset of like, I, I'm not, nope, not, not doing it again. It's not going to happen. And I started just, I, I started joining like professional Mind Valley. Like, I'm not sure if you heard about Mind Valley. Yes. Yeah, so I became a member of Mind Valley. 
Mind Valley, I have to credit them with one of the platform that totally transformed my life. I started just taking just I was I became obsessed with personal growth, with learning about who I am and oh, I love this. this condition in my mind to think positive because it all starts with the thought, with your with our thoughts, right? That's where it all thought yes. starts. It all starts with the way we think. And I started being more grateful. Like, oh my gosh, I have so much to be grateful for. I have a beautiful family. We're all healthy. We have a roof over our head. We're food to eat. What is it that I need to complain about? So when I started incorporating all the things that I was learning, being grateful, mm -hmm. having more compassion, think more, thinking more positive, being more forgiven, taking action, everything started changing, everything. I am so fired up right now because I know that there's a lot of people who can relate to my story who want, they want to change. We all do, but they don't know where to start. They don't know what to do. All they know is they wake up feeling unfulfilled. This is not the life they want to live. I feel that we all can transform our lives if we are given the proper tools to utilize. Yes. Thank you so much for sharing this. I'm sure there's somebody listening right now and you know who you are and you're touched deeply by what you hear because you can relate to where Nadine was before she went through her experience. Thank you so much for sharing this. Yes, you are most welcome. Oh, I know you're a vegan. So tell me more about why be a vegan. So that is a very interesting story. So I'm Jamaican and we love meat. <laughs> <laughs> particularly the cow's tail <laughs> really yes we cook a lot of oxtail especially every thanksgiving or any holiday or any day every saturday uh -huh. it would we give us a reason to cook oxtail i was known in my family to be the chef of oxtail like i really love cooking oxtail jazz it up and put it over some rice and and um butter beans and it just uh -huh. so delicious as I began to get deeper into my spirituality, into my spiritual journey, mm -hmm. learning about myself, learning that I am no better than anything or anyone out there. We're all energy vibrating at different frequencies. I started developing a lot of compassion, a lot mm -hmm. of compassion towards everyone, towards every animals, everything out there. I developed this deep guilt when I would sit down to eat meat. I was no longer enjoying my oxtails. I no longer wanted to cook um, anything that had to do with meat. Mm -hmm. I no longer wanted to live in that space. I made a, a conscious de decision back in 2013 or 14 mm -hmm. to eliminate eating meat. And wow. I, I've never felt better. I have started, like I used to just always feel not in my best health, just bloated and just mm -hmm. unhealthy. And ever since I cut it out, I just quit eating dairy and, and meat. I feel absolutely fantastic. Don't get me wrong. There are days where I'm like, oh, I don't feel well. But for the most part, I feel great. I, I have a tremendous amount of respect for all life, whether it's a human life or it's an animal or plant or whatever it is. So I'm, I'm in a good space right now with that. <laughs> You're a Reiki master, and I believe that this is related to your being a vegan. Tell me more. When I was going through that depression, postpartum depression with my son, I started developing intense throbbing in my lower left leg. I couldn't understand, like, what is it? Where is it coming from? 
why am I feeling this way? Why am I so intense, just not feeling well? So I began my journey of alternative healing because I'm, I'm all about, you know, just alternative healing, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I started my, my, my journey on that. And for some reason, I was on Google one night and I'm researching ways of like, why am I feeling so stressed as if I have trauma in my body or something? It just felt really intense. Like I was holding on to stress or something because my leg kept vibrating and really tense and just very uncomfortable. And I started just Googling out of desperation. Why am I feeling the way I feel? And then for some reason, this word sh- showed up, Reiki. Never heard of it, never seen it, didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. And I started doing some research on it. I was like, oh my gosh, I like this. I Let me give it a try. So what Reiki is, it's a form of alternative therapy and it's commonly referred to as energy healing. It was first emerged in Japan in the late 1800s. It is said to involve the transfer of universal energy from the practi- practitioner's hand to their patients. Energy healing is basically you placing hands on your patients and then the universal force that we, the universe that we live in, universal energy, because we're all energy vibrating at different frequencies. We're all energy. Everything, the microphone that I'm using, the, mm-hmm. the blouse that I'm wearing, everything is energy. I got really fascinated by that. I got certified, learned all the symbols, just basically intensify your healing. I started working on myself. I started working on my chakra system. You know, we all have different chakras, um, our crown chakra, third eye chakra, throat chakra, heart chakra, solar plexus chakra, sacral chakra, and our root chakras. And when those are closed, we experience a lot of when they're blocked, we feel stuck in life. We feel depressed. We're, we're, we feel stressed. We feel like we're not good enough. We feel ungrounded and we get pain and stiffness in our feet and legs. And I was like, oh my gosh, does that mean that all my chakras are closed out? Let me work on myself. And I started just doing self-healing because before any Reiki practitioner can begin work on another patient, it's important that we're working on ourselves as well because we have to feel that Reiki energy going inside of us and ground us and be open to be that tool that the universe uses to heal because we're all healers. And I started working on myself. I started doing self-healing. I just, every time I would do a Reiki session on myself, I would feel so at peace, so grounded. My heart space would open. I would feel more authentic. I would just feel when I would communicate, it would be, it would be a lot more compassionate with others. And I just, I started feeling like really good. My nervousness and kind of stuck energy kind of, it went away a lot. I figured that everyone needed to know about this. So I started working on my families. (laughs) I I started, I started sending them healing distance. There's a symbol for that as well. Distance healing. And they started coming back like, oh my gosh, I could feel it. I feel so much better. The headache went away. I don't have this pain anymore. And I was like, okay, that that is amazing. I just started opening up my practice to more people to really experience the energy that is already inside of them. We already have this energy inside of us, but a lot of us, a lot of it is bogged down by the food we eat by the information that we let into our system, whether that's the news or a toxic friend or just negative information that we're not supposed to be holding on to. And and when those type of negativity comes into our bodies, it blocks off our chakras. And then we start experiencing stress and feeling unsettled and not feeling 
worthy and just a lot of feelings that can that can be avoided if our chakras were open. Uh, you have dove much deeper into this than I have. I'm a novice and I'm guessing oh. there's other people who are listening right now and you are a novice too. Yeah. My question for you, you can actually heal people remotely, true? Yes, because Reiki has no time or place. There's no distance. There's no time or place. Time doesn't exist, but that's for another another <laughs> show. <laughs> and the symbol allows us to, the Reiki symbol allows Reiki practitioner to bypass huh? time and place. I love that. And I'm wondering, is it possible then for listeners to feel just from your presence, to feel healed, some healing? I believe that. I believe that the people who are listening to this message are the people who it was meant, who are meant to listen to it. Yes. The, the people who are attracted to this episode is meant to hear us speak because our energy goes out there and attract them. You know, we're all energy and we're attracting similar um, and like energies where our frequencies go out and, and pick up similar frequencies and bring it back to us. So yes, I, I do believe that. And then one of my areas of expertise has to do with knowledge, that there's a lot of people that have, I would call it limiting knowledge. They have no idea that what you're talking about exists. And because they don't know it exists, they limit themselves. I 100% agree with that. I have family members that can relate to that message as well, what you just said. I believe that we're all at different stages of our life. We all wake up. We, mm -hmm. we, we all don't wake up at the same time. There's a mass awakening going on now, but I, I believe that at different stages of our life, when we're ready to hear a certain information is when we wake up because our consciousness grows every time our paradigm is shifted. Also, sometimes people are just so stuck in a routine and stuck in a habit that they're not willing to accept who they are and move on to the next level of themselves. But I, I, I truly believe that everyone has their moment when they say enough is enough. I don't want to live like this anymore. Mm -hmm. I know for me, I, I refuse. <laughs> I refuse to move on to my next life without fulfilling my purpose for this life. I'm on fire with that. I, I, I believe that each and every one of us have an untapped potential. They say that the graveyard has the, the richest is the richest place and it's the truth yes. it's the truth it really is because so yes. many people and it's and it's kind it's also very sad as well so many people have so many untapped potential that they carry to the grave with them simply because of fear because it all boils down to fear and not believing in yourself but i i, I do believe each each and every one of us is worthy of becoming the best and greatest version of ourselves i would love for you to share a story a reiki story so that people, yes, yeah, so that people get an idea of what you're talking about. You bring it to life through a story. Ray Case, I can, I guess I can talk about my mom. My mom is one of those Jamaicans who is set in her ways. She don't care about no Reiki. She don't know what it is, and she's not trying to understand it. <laughs> but she was always complaining about pain in her chest, like this uh -huh. tightness. And I would always tell her, even before, this was before I even became open to the knowledge of Reiki, I would always tell her that she needs to just exercise and stretch more and kind of just settle her mind. 
but mm-hmm. she was she's she loves to worry she loves to watch the news she loves to externalize her powers like a lot of people do like i used to i when i became a reiki master and i st- started realizing how much she's helping me i reached out to her and i said cuz first you have to get people's permission before you can you can perform a yes. session on them and i asked her i said i know you don't believe in this universal energy thing but i said believe it or not your your energy I'm pretty sure you have a couple chakras that are blocked and it's not and let me just let me just rewind a little bit. A Reiki practitioner can place hands wherever they want on a person's body. It doesn't necessarily has to be the chakra points because mm-hmm. Reiki goes where it's needed. The Reiki energy is very intelligent and it goes where it's needed. Back to my mom. So I would tell her, you know, I think you really should let me help you and she just she was very reluctant. She's like, "No, nah, I'll pray." you know I'll drink some hot tea with ginger or mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever her excuses were she just she wasn't having it I just kept every time I would talk to her she just kept telling me I would see her keep moving around seeing her shoulder blades are hurting like not not, not her shoulder blades but like the, the her back in between her mm-hmm. shoulder blades her chest is hurting and I was just like mom let me let me help you I'm not the healer you're the one who's who's we're all healers and you're the one who's who's doing everything I said I am being I'm a conduit for the universe. The universe is working through me to to send to put that that and that healing energy inside of you but just relax. And she's like, "No, I don't want to do that." And finally one day she couldn't take it anymore. She was she kept going to so many doctors and they couldn't help her. They give her all different oh. type of medicine. Mm-hmm. And we all know medicines, it just after a while it just doesn't work. She she was like, "Okay, just go ahead. I know it's not going to work, but just go ahead. I'm like, okay, mom, <laughs> you know, just, just, just be open, have an open mind. You know, I'm, I'm the, the universe is working through me. I'm not taking credit for this. So just have an open mind. I just remember just going to work on my mom every night I would do it. She would call me back and she's like, oh my gosh, I felt that. She said, I felt like I got heated and I felt so relaxed and I kept doing the session and like every day she would have a new story. I would oh, I, love this. I would not say anything to her. I would just wait for her to come back and tell me uh-huh. how she's feeling and cuz I wouldn't see her. She wouldn't be complaining anymore. She stopped complaining. Uh-huh. After about after about a month she stopped complaining. And she's like, "Oh my gosh, I don't even feel the pain anymore." That opened up her mind to she still doesn't think believe energy and universal. She's just all about God. Whatever we choose to call the universe, source, our higher self, whatever works for you. I'm not here to judge anyone on their belief. She just she's in a different mindset now. She's really thankful. She's better. She's not running back to the doctor, complaining, taking medic medications that were not working to uh-huh. help her. So that story for me was like really touching because I went from a mother that was completely always achy, always in pain, uh-huh. always complaining and just you could tell that she was suffering to a mother yes. that was that is currently just happy she loved she's out there gardening something that she couldn't do before bend down gardening when she visits she plays uh-huh. with my son running up and down the stairs playing oh, outside something this. that she couldn't do before and now <laughs> she's you know she's all better so yeah i have plenty more stories but that to me that is like my most story that touched me the, the most because i'm her daughter and i'm i was able to go through that journey with her of being sick to being better and i want to come back to one thing you said about your mom that she has a faith in god 
someone yes. can practice with and still have a faith in God. Yes, absolutely. Well, it has been said that you should be certified before uh -huh. you can, that you should attuned to the symbols before you should. But I, I believe in my belief, we're all energy, we're all spiritual being having a human experience. Mm -hmm. And I believe everything comes from a belief and having faith, like faith can move mountains, faith and a belief in that something will work, will, will shift. So yes, I believe anyone can do this if they have the faith and the belief that it will work. Thank you for sharing that. Let's focus on, on your plans for the future. What are your plans for the future? So my plans for the future, I just recently launched a podcast, which I'm very excited about. It's called Universal Grace. So Universal Grace is a platform that I'm going to be using, providing mm -hmm. success strategies, personal development, and some spiritual truth to transform my listeners' mindset in helping them become, in helping them figure out what their soul's purpose is so, so they can get in a path of living their life on purpose, become that extra, extraordinary, badass creators, spiritual beings that they, were, that they were created to be. So my path, my goal is to transform a million lives. Oh, I love this. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Make this world a better place. Just seeing more happier, healthier, people just living their lives on purpose and helping each other to do that. Because right now everyone is just so distracted with the COVID, with just everything that is going on in this nonsense media, filling their heads with garbage that is not helping them to evolve. My message and my mission is to really get people to focus on the good in the world because there's just so much good so many just yes. a lot of good that is going on in the world but it's not being shown because it doesn't make money right <laughs> <laughs> so you know my goal is to transform a million lives and just to to have to get people to walk in their purpose and and become that 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 spiritual being and walk in their fullest and truest and best versions of themselves i love this <laughs> I believe that there's a listener right now, and you know who you are. You're listening to this message and you resonate with this message. How can somebody who resonates with your message, this listener that we're talking about, how can they stay connected with you? How can they learn more from you? Yes, that's a very good question. So you can definitely stay connected with me on my podcast. It's called Universal Grace. And also by my website, I am nadinegrace.com and universalgracepodcast.com. I'm also on Instagram, Universal Grace, and I'm also on Facebook, Universal Grace. <laughs> Love this. And I will post in the comments so that people can easily find access to you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes. Thank and you. Thank you so much for being my guest today. You are most welcome. Thank you for having me. It's been a privilege. Thank you. Same here as well. We'll, Thank you. we'll talk again soon, I'm sure. Thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode of Embers and Wind. If you enjoyed today, please come back next week. Please also share this episode with a friend. If you've not already subscribed to Embers and Wind, rated this podcast, and written a review, please do this now. 
If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, you can reach me directly at emperorsandwind.net. Thank you again for joining us.